Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Chalk Talk, a series in which I interview guests from around the world of NCAA gymnastics. My first guest is a senior at Rhode Island College from Bridgewater, Massachusetts. She's an education major with a minor in psychology, the 2022 NCGA East Rookie of the Year, and someone whose name dots the RIC record book like a Jackson Pollock painting. Please welcome all-arounder Olivia Keys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing quite well. Uh... Nice to see that you are as excited to do this as I am to do this. Um, yes, this is fascinating. I am beyond excited. Alrighty, well then uh, let's let's start with you. So when did you get into gymnastics and uh, why? Okay, so honestly, my parents just like put me in gymnastics. Like no one in my family is a gymnast, and I th- I think the reason they did is because they were going between two things, gymnastics, and I don't even know what the other thing was. And gymnastics was the cheaper option at the time. Little did they know it was going to end up being pretty expensive. Um, at but the yeah, time, they just put. Yeah, it was the words of just the three words of doom. Yes, I know. We always joke about it, like they thought it would be the cheapest, but it really is not. <laughs> um, but yeah, ever since then, I've been in the gym six days a week for as long as I can remember. And so uh, when did you realize, hey, I'm, so hold on, I did forget to ask, like, when around was this? So how about how old were you? Um, I think I was six when I started, which is kind of on the older side. Yeah. Um, so when did you kind of realize or when did, I guess, others maybe realize, hey, uh, you're pretty good at this? Um, I was in, like, recreational classes for about a year. And then um, the gym called my mom and they were like, she's pretty good. We want to put her on team. And my mom was like, really? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. So they they noticed then. I honestly, like, was just there for fun. Like, I called myself kind of an airhead. Like, I would just go in and, like, do my routines. And, like, I guess they were good. <laughs> like, I don't even know. And so um, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. So while you were in high school, you were a regional all-around champion and a state all-around champion with your high school. Um, and mm-hmm. that was a team title, I think? Yeah. Um, this, yeah, our team won state championships twice um, and a New England championship once. And then I, myself, was the New England all-around champion, I think, in 2019. It was 2019. Um, yeah. So wait, so first of all, I just want to ask a New England champion. So is there like a regional competition where high school state champions all come together for a championship? So you go with your team and then like your scores towards your team are like your all around score. So like there's like team awards and individual awards at that same meet. And it is uh, like regionals. Okay. Um, no, I mean like a regional meet where it's like, okay, well, you have the state champion from Massachusetts or the state champion from Rhode Island or all these other states coming together. Yes. Yeah. So there's two teams from every state in New England come together. So how many teams is that then? I think it was eight. You can guesstimate. I should not, I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. <laughs> I think it was eight. Okay. Um, and so what was the difference, I guess, between uh, winning that, individual all-around title and then winning those state team titles um well high school is like really all about the team and we had an awesome group of girls like we were super close and we would have done anything for each other so I think the state team titles meant more because 
like we all had to work together to achieve that. And honestly, I wasn't even like really thinking about my own scores towards the like all around score. It's really just about the team. So those definitely meant the most to me. So when did, uh, so how did your recruiting process start? Um, junior year. So actually one of my older teammates also goes to Rick. Um, and so she went there the year before me. So junior year, we were both kind of looking around and then she ended up going to Rick. And so senior year, I went to like all the meets and I got to meet Monica, which is our head coach. And so I kind of like already felt like a part of the team just because I was like going to everything. So I would say junior year and then really senior year is when I like dove headfirst into Rick. So besides uh, RIC, and I, I'm going to keep calling them RIC because it kind of feels weird to call them Rick, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so did you hear from any other schools like beyond them? Um, I honestly didn't really reach out to that many schools. I was looking at Brown a little bit, but I'm not super, super smart, so that didn't really work out. Um, but I knew I wanted to stay close to home because I'm very close to my family. And there's really just not that many options for schools around here. So yeah, that, is that led me to rest. Yeah, that is one interesting about the Northeast is like, mm-hmm. I think it's besides the Ivies, it's UNH and like it's Ithaca. I know Utica just started a team, but it's not that many options up in that area. Yeah. Um, Even those are like six hours away. Like they're pretty far, so. See. That that surprises me, but that's because I'm not as familiar with Northeastern geography. But yeah, that that does mm-hmm. limit your options. And yeah. um, so I can tell why you kind of chose, like, RIC. It was almost like you were already a part of it. It wasn't yes. much of a difference, I would say that. Um, so you are a senior. Now, to, to make sure everyone knows when that means she would have been a freshman. Well, she didn't technically have a freshman season. Because that would yeah. have been the 2021 season, um, which not every school did. And one of those schools was RIC. So COVID was weird for everyone, but it was specifically different because y'all didn't have a season. So were there plans to ever have a season or at least that you were made aware of? Yes. So we actually came to school and everything was just like very unknown. So they would say like, we potentially could have a season, but we're not gonna know for like another month. And then when that month would go, they'd be like, we don't know for another month. So like everything just got pushed back further and further, but we were practicing, but it was very weird practices. Like we were only allowed to practice for an hour, which anyone who does gymnastics knows that you can't really get that much done in an hour. And only like two people were allowed on an event at a time. It was just like, it was very bizarre. Yeah. Um, and by the way, just is your gym on campus or is it like a little bit off campus or I don't know? It's on campus. Yeah. Right. It's like in our some, athletic building. Because ah, I know some schools, yeah. they actually do have to travel a little bit to actually train. Um, yeah, we're lucky. It's, yes. it's a very nice gym, actually. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I will have to look into the pictures of those. But um, yeah. Yes. So then going into... I mean, you're more than an athlete as a student at RIC. Um, what's it like? What's the environment like for a student there? 
Yeah, I really like it. The classes are smaller, so you get to really connect with your professors and the people in your class, which I think is very good, especially for somebody like me who came in during COVID. Um, like, I never really lived on campus, so I didn't really have, like, those interactions that you meet on campus, but I have so many friends from just like being in those small classes. Like you get to connect with people more and your teacher, which is very helpful. Um, and has that been especially helpful for your major? Yes, and you said I was an education major, but I actually changed it. Oh. I'm a psych major now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yes, yes. So, so. Uh, what changed there? Um, honestly, I just really like psych. Like, it's super interesting, and those were the classes that I always, like, was super engaged in, and so I was like, why would I spend my time doing something I'm not interested in? So I just switched. Hmm. So do you have, like, um, is there a plan to do any, what's the plan after school then, I guess, after this year? Yeah, as of right now, I'm not sure. Probably grad school so I can do something in the psych field I think hmm. do you have any sort of like are you looking to work in any sort of specific realm I guess is the word I'm looking for I think a school psychologist is my path right now that explains the education major that you switched out from yes <laughs> yeah that, that yes. makes a lot of sense then um and so mm -hmm. anyway back to uh so one thing that I came across in my research was your head coach. She is an Olympian. I believe she's a... Yes, uh, she is. Yes. So what is it? Is there some difference in knowing you're being coached by someone who has gone to the Olympics um, representing Spain, uh, for those who don't know? Um, just what's it like? Oh, it's, it's crazy. Like, we call it like the Monica power. Like, if she's watching you, like you you want to do so good because like you know that she's just like so important and like she knows so much about gymnastics and like how to help us she yeah she's like amazing so uh in what ways does that does that show then i guess um i think like we all just like really look up to her and we want to do the best we can for her She's also, like, a mother, so, like, she's very, like, motherly to us, and, like, it just honestly, like, makes the, t the team, like, a family, and, like, everyone just wants to do the best they can for her and each other. Alrighty, so, um, what does a daily schedule look like for you, and I'm gonna go with during a season? Whew, okay, <laughs> um, I have class starting at so everyone has classes before 4 p.m because then our, we have our practices so i have about two classes a day one is at 10 and the other is at two um so we normally go to my 10 o'clock class and then i'll go to the dining hall with some of the freshmen and we get lunch and then i'll go to my two o'clock class and then I normally head to the training room, which is like kind of like a hangout. We all head there and like get our treatment done, heating, taping, ankles and stuff. And then we go to practice from four to seven. And then we usually um, go back to the dining hall and we all have like dinner there together, so. Alrighty, so I'm uh, I've covered LSU. If anyone has, if you've seen LSU's gym, you know 
that thing is a palace that they built. Yes. Um, you are at a lower level where the resources are probably not... We have several million dollars that we can get from boosters to buy a new anything we want. Um, mm-hmm. So what are some of those things that, uh, if you're a fan of a bigger school, you might be surprised to hear that you have to do? Um, yeah, well, I mean, like you said, the LSU gym is a palace. We only have one beam currently, and there's 26 girls in our team. And we only have one bar set and one vault. And in order to get any more of these things, we have to like run it by the state to get it like approved. It's like thousands and thousands of dollars that we have to fundraise for. And so it gets pretty tricky, like 26 people on the team and only one beam, you, you might only get like five turns of practice, so. And then like, I guess during a meet, uh, are y'all all running different things? Like for example, um, like is somebody always running filming stuff? Or- yes. Um, we have actually been working on that. We're very, I would say, unorganized, but we've been really working on that in the past two years to make sure everyone has like their set job. Like um, someone knows all of our vault um, settings and they're like the vault person you go to and then like bars and same with that. And yeah, we normally do have somebody who's taking pictures and somebody who is um, filming routines so we can watch them back. So uh, a home meet. So do y'all, I guess the training gym is separate from wherever you host your home meets. Um, It's actually the same. It is the same. Okay. Yes. Because I, I did want to clarify that because I know for some, probably for some smaller schools, that's all they have. Um, yes. Or it's the best that they have. So um, how big is the actual space itself? Um, It's a decent size. I mean, so basically it's like a basketball court. It's like two basketball courts and we're on like one of them. And then there's bleachers that separate them. So they just turn it for the basketball people and then they turn it when we go. But it's basically, that would be the size. And uh, what would be the, what's the typical environment like for a home meet? We actually get one of the larger crowds, I think, because gymnastics is just amazing to watch, even if you don't really know what you're watching. But um, yeah, a lot of us are local. So a lot of our families come and a lot of the different sports teams. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Hmm. Uh, So... Then I want to go back to something that happened back in March. You had you were an All American, uh, and one of the cool things that you got to do was uh, see Kelsey Gates uh, become a co-national champion on floor, first time that the schools had a national champion in anything uh, since mm-hmm. 1990s, the 1990s. Um, mm-hmm. So, what was it like being able to celebrate that moment? Oh my gosh, it was awesome! Like Kelsey has worked so so hard for that. And we all knew she could do it, but like, would she do it on that day? We don't know. And then she did. So it was like, it just showed that like hard work really does pay off and you can do it if you set your mind to it. So yeah, we were all so, so happy for her. So looking ahead now to this season, uh, what are, I know it's pretty early, um, but just as of now, what does it look like the team's goals are for this year? And it may not even necessarily be, oh, we want to achieve this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, so this is a little painful to say, but last season we missed nationals by one-tenth, which literally still haunts all of us. 
Um, like that's that is like a toe point, like something so small. So the ultimate goal would be to make nationals, but I think along the way is we really want to start off our season in the 188s, and then breaking into the 190s would be insane. So I think that is one. Yeah, also to break the bar record because we have oh, not done that yet. Really? So, <laughs> yes. so I'm assuming that means because I know y'all broke the total record and so i'm assuming that your class like during your time there they've broken the other three events but not the bars record Mm -hmm. yes that could be wrong but i really don't think it is uh i would have to double check that and i will do that i will do that afterward that will be in the show notes um because i will check that uh so yeah um favorite meet you've ever been on the floor for during your time at ric definitely regionals last year like we all say that there was like a buzz in the air like it was nothing I have ever experienced and it, it honestly was like surreal like everyone was just on it and like in it to win it we all had like the same goal and like passion for that goal it, it was surreal I'll never forget it hmm. so this is you're going into your final season so what are some of your goals? Um, my goal is just to do the best that I can and to have no regrets. I don't want to leave here feeling like I could have done something better. Um, and especially I feel like I'm, I've been weaker on bars and vault my past two seasons or three seasons. So I really want to upgrade on those two. And yeah, just, just have no regrets. Like this is it. So... I guess a final thing would be that, um, I mean, I've asked a lot, but is there anything else that for those who haven't experienced um, maybe either gymnastics at the D3 level or in the Northeast or just at RIC, uh, what was anything you might want other people to know about your program that I haven't touched on? Um, I think that, I think it's really important to just know that we really are a family. Like, Our team is so, so close and we genuinely all share like such a huge passion for this sport and I hope that it shows in our gymnastics this year and that we do great. So yeah. And that'll do it for this episode of Chalk Talk. If you want to learn more about Olivia beyond gymnastics, go read the feature story on the Substack for Chalk Talk. You can subscribe there to get episodes of the show delivered at the same time as the written stories. I want to thank Assistant Athletic Director for Media Relations and Promotion Scott Gibbons for helping set up this interview, the lovely Olivia Keys for taking the time to talk with me, and of course Gabby for helping me out behind the scenes. Until next time, I've been Ben Schluter, and this has been Chalk Talk. Thanks for listening.